Welcome to New Week, New Music, reviewing the hottest tracks with the hottest takes of 2020. My name is Brandon. I'm Eric. And I'm Ben. Each week, we're going to be looking at two albums released in 2020. Tonight, we're kicking things off with Ozzy Osbourne's Ordinary Man. And we will finish off with The Allegory by Royce to 59 So how'd you guys feel about Ozzy's first new solo album in like 10 years? Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? It's been quite a while. I didn't know I wanted this album, but... I kind of wanted this album. This album rages way harder than it has any right to. Oh, absolutely. This album was so dumb, but man, yeah. I gotta say I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. I I don't, like, there was nothing on here that's gonna be like a legendary Aussie oh, track no. or anything, but but it certainly wasn't bad. There were a shitload of throwbacks to old legendary oh, yes, Aussie <laughs> tracks. Like, there were so many parts in the, al- in the album where I was like, oh, that's an Iron Man. Oh, that's Sweet Leaf. Or, oh, that's... Well, the, the beginning of the uh, first crazy song is train. Sweet Leaf. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, just, there's just so many where it's like a blatant reference oh, yeah. to classic but, By golly, the man's having a good time. He is. <laughs> just he, having fun. And I will say... Ozzy sounds great for being eight million years old. I was surprised by how well his voice sounded. Now, like even, I know there's there's you know mixing and and uh, editing that goes on to that, but even so, like he still sounds the man pretty good. Sounds pretty good. I still sing for seventy eight. I thought he was at least one hundred and two, but like, yeah, I <laughs> well, think I mean, I think seventy eight's right. He's in like, how much he's lived. He's yeah, he's seventy eight in like normal years, but he's like one hundred and fifty. And when you factor years. in the drugs, he's technically dead. Which he said we should all do more of. So. Yes, and have more sex. Yeah. <laughs> just have a good time I, I loved a lot of the the guitar tones on here it sounds oddly enough a lot like bands like Sleep and Sun like bands that are very clearly inspired by like old Ozzy and Black Sabbath he's now like using their guitar tones so interestingly enough yeah so on most Ozzy albums he has like a guitarist right yeah he didn't do that this time so do you guys want to take Let's, let's, let's get into the first song because the guitarists actually change up a little bit across the album. Right. That's what I figured. Guess the lineup of the first song. I have absolutely oh boy, no I idea. Know. Uh, it's either going to be someone like incredibly obvious or someone or I would Stevie never Ray guess Vaughan. in a million years. To just, or, or how about pick, pick, pick people from, from bands you might know. Oh, God. Like, once again, I don't even know. I don't okay. know who's a big okay. name in guitar these days. All right. On the drums for the whole album. Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Huh. Yeah. That kind of makes sense, but all, I also would never have guessed that. Bass for the entire album was Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses. No. <laughs> <laughs> also, I will never get over the fact that his name is Duff. <laughs> That's a real name. I have no idea. At this point, it is. Though. And getting into Straight to Hell, the guitar work was from Slash. Really? Yes. It's a slash. Okay. I shouldn't be surprised by that, but I am for some reason. Yeah, I was very surprised when I found that out. He uh, slash did the guitar work on Straight to Hell and Ordinary Man. Okay. The other the other fun fun guitar tidbit is there's another very famous guitarist on this album. Who? Tom Morello. Tom Morello's on this album? Are you serious? He is on Scary Little Green Men and that, It's yeah, a Raid. That, that, okay, That's both of those actually make That's perfect funny. sense now that you say that. But yeah, wow. I do kind of miss like when he bring like an up and comer like I mean, he's the reason anyone's heard of Zach Wild, which and is that's honestly kind which of is my, one of the best things he's ever done for rock music, by the way. Oh yeah, and that's kind of my only negative really with this album. I mean, that and it's one of. It's incredibly unoriginal and uninspired. Like, yeah, he it suffers from not having a, a dedicated metal guy on the guitar. Yeah. 
he's he's always had great riffs, you know, great kind of punchy guitar tones and stuff that a little bit lacking here. I mean, it, these are great guitars, but they're not metal guys. Yeah. I liked a lot of the tones that they got throughout. Like, there are multiple times, like like I said earlier, it's like, man, that sounds like a, a sun guitar chord, or that sounds like sleep, or... I don't know, like what any other like doom stoner metal that's come out over the years. Um, so and I, it, so in that sense, it was kind of cool to see some form of artistic evolution in Ozzy, but that's about where any form of artistic <laughs> evolution ends. It was it was classic Ozzy, it, for, yeah. but and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's also not really a good thing either, in my opinion. Yeah, I would not have bothered with this album if it wasn't Ozzy. Yeah. I'm glad I listened to it. It's definitely in my... Will probably be in my top half at the end of the year. But if I never heard this album, my life would be in no way different. No, <laughs> no same here. It's yeah, at like, best a fun time. Yeah. I. It's kind of like if Tame Impala's album from last week, it's like if that album was fun. Yeah. Like, it wasn't great, it wasn't groundbreaking, but it was fun, and it's exactly what I... It's honestly as most as I could have hoped for. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting anything amazing from 80-year-old Ozzy, but <laughs> yeah. it was pretty good. Although, you know? I, I mean, say, when the song starts... Uh, oh, go, go for oh, it. Oh, this wasn't his last album. I think it was the album before, Black Rain, which, granted, to be fair, has got to be like 15 years old at this point. Um, that, that's a great album. But also, to be fair, that did have Zach Wilde on guitar, so I'm sure that helped a lot. Yeah. But it's not that he's completely incapable, but I also might be completely underestimating how long 15 years is in that, <laughs> in music, so I don't know. But So let's, let's run through the tracks. Yeah, uh, opening track. Straight to Straight hell. Straight to hell. Um, classic Ozzy, sounded cool. I can't uh, believe he dropped the word defecate in a prime I position. Mean, I'll make you, you scream. scream. I'll make you defecate. God. I mean, as soon as it started off with that, and then with a like blatant sweet leaf rip off, the band was like, yes, I like this. <laughs> All right, now. Yeah, the defecation line immediately had yeah. me hooked. Yeah. Um, and it was honestly like a perfect example of what the whole album will be. It will be a little silly. It'll be fun. Very silly. It'll sound good, and it will be... Littered with throwbacks to yes, Ozzy yeah. and Sabbath. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I said it very much in this I in this track from my notes, and I probably said it at least six other times throughout this album. Like this sounds like classic Ozzy. Yep. Like it, it it's it's Ozzy. Like that's pretty much all I wrote for the next song. All my life is basically like classic Ozzy ba- in ballad intro. Uh, didn't wasn't the whole ballad, but um. Yeah, it sounds great. Sounds like old Ozzy. I have a feeling it's going to be a very quick episode at the rate we're going. Yeah, I mean, but but that's there's not a whole lot to say about these tracks. I um, mean, with a couple exceptions, uh, Goodbye. Uh, the, the Iron Man kick drum intro. Yeah. I like the kind of psychedelic guitars. That was kind of cool. Yeah, no, uh, there is a lot. I every The guitars sounded great in every song. Yeah, the uh, I don't think they sounded bad. Besides ever. Slash and Tom Morello, the other guy that did it is a pretty popular session guy for like current pop artists. Huh. So he works a lot, like does a lot with Post Malone. Um, Spoiler alert! <laughs> shocking, right? <laughs> and then uh, a bunch of other kind of current pop guys. He's big on this, though. He was in um, he was in a band 
I'll look it up and we'll come back to it. One thing with Goodbye, I do really want to say the the really like up tempo parts like throughout the song, I don't know, like the bridge or whatever you want to call them, but like where, where the tempo really picks up. Fuck that! Those slams so hard. This it's album does so slam. Hard. I was impressed by yeah, how much like, certain parts I, would slam. Yeah, yeah. Like I was amazed at how much I just wanted to mosh while listening to yeah. this album. Oh yeah. Especially considering it wasn't that great. No, it wasn't album. good. But yeah. it brings some energy. For yeah. Sure. It, there's. All right. So the, the guitarist has played with uh, Justin Bieber, DJ Snake, Post Malone. For a second, I thought you were going to say DJ, DJ Khaled, <laughs> Selena Gomez, Camila Cabello, BB Rexa. Uh, Avicii, oh Jesus, Marshmallow, Five Seconds of Summer, Cardi B, Future, Benny Blanco, Juice World, Lana Del Rey, Chainsmokers, Ellie Goulding, Holy shit, Sean Mendez, Charlie Puth, Blink One Eighty Two. This man has a diverse portfolio. He does. Yeah, he's he's gonna be on the Boogie with a Hoodie album coming out <laughs> here, so you know, maybe we should take a listen to that one. Yeah. Oh, oh. So he was on a. A band. Oh, he recorded his own EP with Chad Smith of Red Hot Chili Peppers, who's also all over this album, and Queens of the Stone Age. Who? Hmm. So yeah, he's had a very interesting kind of. Um, yeah, he, he founded a band with the uh, Glenn Hughes from Deep Purple and Black Sabbath. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, th- this guy's weird. Like, yeah, he's a weird place. career, but he's got everything from Sabbath to fucking Justin Bieber. And- but he did a great job on this album. I mean, everyone did. The performances are great on this album, like yeah. consistently, like from like vocals, guitar, bass, drums. Like some of the, once again, some of the best performances ever. This uh, album, I do think, has the biggest drop between performances and songwriting. Oh yeah, yeah. there's a big <laughs> discrepancy. They played the shit out of some very bland songs. <laughs> this is I can't remember what. I think it was, we said this on the Eminem one where it's like paying to see a symphony orchestra play scales really <laughs> fucking fast. Yeah. This was kind of that. Yeah, in a similar vein. Yeah. So, so Ordinary Man. I God, Elton John still got it, man. Yeah. I hadn't heard Elton John sing in fucking years. It's been a while. And he still got it. Man, dude's got some pipes. And the, the solo at the end was a very Slash kind of guitar solo. And that, that was Slash, right? Yes. And I loved the strings on the outro too. Yeah, very well um, produced. Yeah, and also that does bring me to the production on this album was fucking killer. Yeah, I, with if you got the money and the notoriety that Ozzy does, Ozzy does, you better at least bring some good, uh, yeah, some good production to the table. <laughs> Ozzy can't release an album that sounds bad. That's just like that not just acceptable. Be, that would just be sad. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys, I hope, for the love of God, I hope you guys didn't hear it, but Iggy Pop came out with an album last year. I did not. And it's terrible, and the production's terrible, and it's like, it's just sad. Like, it's, yeah. it's so sad, like, I don't even want to talk bad about it, because I just feel so bad. Because it's, like, oh, no. it's like 8 million year old Iggy Pop, and it's like so depressing someone being, like, someone that was like as influential as Iggy Pop is, putting out something that bad. And with that bad of production, it's like, oh man. I mean, that happens to a lot of people. You can't really feel. I mean, when you look at what Iggy Pop did, and then you just want him to die. <laughs> Iggy Pop's body looks like it just wants to die. It should. All right. Anyway, we're, we're getting off topic here. I, I don't want to get too off topic to shit talk Iggy Pop. Dude can probably still kick my ass. So under the graveyard. Um, this was actually the single. I don't know if you guys knew that. Oh, I think okay. I heard it. I and I really enjoyed it when I when I heard the single. I was like, wow, I'm 
genuinely surprised at how much I like this song. It's maybe not going to be great, but I'm not. I'm no longer dreading this album. And that's even after hearing it. That's about as much as I can say about it. Yeah, it's um, fine. Yeah, it was. So I'm, eat, on, I'm honestly just kind of running out of things to say at this point. Yeah, I think Eat Me was pretty weak. Oh, it had the least. same harmonica intro from, uh, I think it's Sweet Leaf that has the harmonica intro. No, that's um, uh, The Wizard. The oh, Wizard? Yeah, yeah, I love okay. The Wizard. I knew how to play that on harmonica at one point. <laughs> it's so fun. It's, it's a great song. It's a great song and great harmonica intro. Um, Today is the end. I had a little bit of like, a poppy chorus, which was a little yeah unexpected. The vocal sounded a hair weird on that one too. I found this that might have been my least favorite song off the album. I think I would probably agree with that. It was just kind of, but this is kind of like uh, what the Tame Impala was. Although we're like the best song on this album, like a six. The worst album's a four. They're all very in the middle. I would say maybe a couple songs reach into like the seven category on here. But if they do, it's I don't know just, if I go that far, but if they do, yeah, it's but yeah, just it's barely. just yeah, exactly. Um, um, scary little green man. This sounds kind of sounded kind of like a Primus song. <laughs> <laughs> Even the name sounds scary, like a, it, it does sound be like a Primus, Primus song. title of the song. I think this was the most like goofy song for this sure. This was definitely yeah. the goofiest song. Yeah, <laughs> it might have been my favorite too. It was it was in very much very enjoyable. Uh, on the next one, though, Holy for Tonight, I was like, I, there's too much ballad on this album for yeah. what I want. This is, at that point, this well, was like I think started, the third or maybe even the it's, fourth. Yeah, ballad. at least the third because he. I mean, after he left Sabbath, me he kind of did a lot of that stuff like Mama, I'm coming home. God, that song stuff. fucking hits though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, probably the only. I just don't like, think it fits really... with Ozzy, though. I don't think he. I don't think he pulls off ballads that well. I don't. Think I don't think he does him. either. But Mom won't come home. Fucking hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, I, I will fight you on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, uh, and he talked. I mean, it's a dark song. He's basically talking about his impending death. I mean, that's what a lot of this is. Yeah. Uh, that actually does remind me of one thing I did skip on Under the Graveyard. I think the opening line's like, I wake up in the morning and I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> just like, to me, to me IRL for me IRL. It is. Appealing <laughs> <laughs> to the youth. <laughs> <laughs> this is how Ozzy appeals to those youths these days. Uh. <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, the, there was a lot of I want to say deep, because it's like it, it it's not deep. It, it, <laughs> it's very it's shallow. Like surface level deep. <laughs> morbid, maybe. Yeah, morbid. Uh, that's a much better word. Uh, and then we go into the, I think definitely the most interesting. Yeah, the track. first post Malone song <laughs> of this album. Not the only. <laughs> the, the tenth first. song of the album and the first of two post Malone features. Also, I was I did not understand a single fucking word post Malone <laughs> said in the song. I don't. Yeah. This song was weird. It was like a combination between like Ozzy and Motorhead and Green Day. <laughs> I couldn't figure out <laughs> what it was. The chorus sounded like a K-pop chorus. It sounded it like baby metal. Yeah, this was you've weird. ever listened to those guys. This was weird. Um, I, I kind of liked it. Yeah. I kind of liked it too. Yeah, this was another highlight of the album for me. I liked this song in the same reason I liked that Chick Fil A song by Kanye. <laughs> like, it's just so dumb, but it's like kind of hilariously dumb in a way. Call yeah. you a baked potato because you want the side. <laughs> God, and yeah, the it was. There was dumb. 
It was it so was, dumb, but man, I enjoyed the like, song. Kinda, it's yeah, fun. Yeah. It was, it was fun. so much fun. It was it was wild. It the song was. It wild. was wild and wacky. <laughs> it was wacky and there's and a, totally off the wall. There is to like a huge amount of energy from both Ozzy and Post Malone on yeah. here. Like you can tell, Post Malone has a lot of fun with his music, and you can also he really respects Ozzy. Oh yeah, like I think. Uh, I can't imagine how excited he must have been to like hear Ozzy. Yeah, pretty big honor to, to get invited to. Yeah, absolutely. Like especially like Ozzy doesn't really like venture outside the genre much at all. No. Like he's never done anything like this. Which especially brings us into take what you want. Like that's a straight pop song. It is. Yeah. yeah. With Ozzy, it had a trap beat. <laughs> yeah, it did. I I never would have in a million if you years guessed I'd hear Ozzy on a trap beat. Yeah, I. <laughs> Like, I've heard the song twice now, and I still am not entirely sure if I believe it or not. And I just, I, it was just so much to handle. Like, what is this? I thought it was pretty good, though. I, no, once again, I I was it. not wild about this track. I thought it was a little uninteresting. Kind of sounded like some stuff I'd heard before. But, it was so but I'm also on. glad you know, there is not a single enough. new. I thought the other songs were more musically interesting than this one. At least. I will say that, that said, I am happy that I heard Ozzy on the trap beat. I, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't take this off the album. And this album kind of makes me feel like a hypocrite because so many times this year I've just completely shat on a band for not doing anything new musically, and here I'm kind of talking this. But were those on. bands 80 years old? <laughs> And I, I think I, mean, a, I think that fact is Eminem might as well. Be. <laughs> He's not. He might be. <laughs> he might as He's well. at least in his seventies. <laughs> this at least sounded a bit tongue in cheek, so it's maybe a little more forgivable. This, this album yeah. is certainly self aware. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I think that helps a lot. And and also, like we said, Ozzy's eighty years old. He does not give a shit anymore. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to do what I like, and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and this album certainly feels that way. Like it's a fun album. It's not a musically groundbreaking album. I... Well, it does have Tom know. Morello on it. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever come back to it, but... I mean, we got we got Slash and Elton John on the same song. I think I will God, come back El to a couple tracks, that, for sure. That Elton John song is so good. We got Tom Morello and Post Malone on the same song. <laughs> Travis Scott. <laughs> I was not expecting any of that, but no, I knew the Post Malone song was on here. I had no idea. I didn't know there were two. There were two, <laughs> and one of them also had Travis fucking. <laughs> what Jesus? What <sighs> what obscure universe have we entered into with this album? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Um, there's I mean, really not a whole lot. There's more not to much say. to say. I mean, there really yeah. isn't. Was For this album good? No. But is it worth listening to? I think it was. I think it was. I think it was. It, this is probably the worst album I've heard that I've enjoyed every minute. Of. Oh, absolutely. I, I did really enjoy this album, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the first time I've given an album a, a negative rating so far this year. But also enjoyed that album. So <laughs> props to Ozzy. Yeah. I, I give this album a solid five. This is another one that's maybe just like, a very light six. I'd probably give it a four just because it really isn't very good. But on the fun <laughs> factor. Nine out of ten. Yeah, like this is a, this is a nine on the fun scale. Like <laughs> this is a really fun album, but it is not good. But I'm very glad I listened to it, and I would probably recommend it to other people. It's it might 
uh, might make get a song or two on my Halloween playlist this year. <laughs> I mean, it's 49 minutes, and it honestly doesn't feel super long. It, like it's it a good, does fly by. It's a fl- yeah. yeah, it's a fast 49. So and even if you don't listen to the whole thing, I would check it out. It's just good, for, like in the car music. Exactly. Oh yeah, this is this is great background music. This is metal elevator. Music. <laughs> 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 oh. uh, so yeah, any last things before we go on to our average height friend? <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Royce the 5'9 with the allegory. This was a... Uh, the album skits are back. They're oh, back. They're so bad. I, you know, I, I, I kind of... I I like, I like these the are the best album. album skits we've heard this I like year. The Why is he teaching his five-year-old son to hustle? <laughs> <laughs> I like the skits on this album. Oh, you I, take that back. No, man. I did. I thought of skits... Uh, yeah, I know you hate skits, but... I thought they were well done on the album. These were way better than the other albums. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's way not better. exactly a high bar. But anyway, um, this is, I think, been the hardest album to place for me, me all year. I mean, we are not this album's people. No. Like, we're not the intended there audience of this. There is nowhere near enough skin color in this room to, <laughs> properly, to properly discuss this album. But I will say... The beats are fucking phenomenal. The beats are great. The beats are great. Royce did those all himself, I'm pretty sure. Um, he at least had a, his hand in all of them. I don't know if he was the sole producer, but I do know he at least helped produce all of these. Yeah, they were great. Consistently. Um, the flow and lyricism, once again, consistently great. But man, this album's fake woke as shit. <laughs> yeah. And I... Don't know how much praise I can give. An Don't album. you vaccinate my kids? That's so blatantly anti-vax. God, there's no way we can talk about this album and not and not mention okay. the anti-vax line. Let, let's just I say, actually pulled let's up. Yeah. just get that out of the way now, so we can just not talk about it for the rest. No, of the no, time. we do need to talk. There about was a whole album no, like, no, dedicated to being anti-vax. Yeah, yeah look, we're gonna do it now, so we can just get it out of the way. Because I just. I, all right. God. I agree. Let's get this out of the way. So, yeah, I heard that part. I'm like, oh, fuck, you didn't just say that, Jay. God damn it. But, yeah, he just keeps bringing it up. He brought it up several times. Like and first. I looked it up because I'm like, are you sure? Like, Because obviously the, the – and by the way, the first skit was amazing. I loved the opening to the album where he's what? teaching a son – or, yeah, a six-year-old son about – you know, hood, hood capitalism, basically. Um, I thought that was brilliant. Obviously, <laughs> I, I it's, like that one obviously it's tongue-in-cheek. He's not pra- – He's it's a critique. Um, but then we get into the vaction like, I hope he's joking. And then he's I looked it up, and not. he's very much not joking. And the first I time up, I thought he was joking, when we got to the whole album skit about it, I was like, oh, no. And then he has oh. just line after line about it. So I looked it up, and I found an interview um, he did with Complex. And it's 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 bad. They asked him, you know, they, they call him out on the line. says, you say the line, from day one at the hospital, they target our children, say they're going to immunize them. Somehow they get autism. Why did you include the lyrics? He says, I have a child on the spectrum. All of my kids have been vaccinated. Within the last couple of years, I started just being real, real informa- uh, being a real, real information junkie. I started doing a lot of fact checking and a lot of reading, a lot more reading than I was doing. You got the regular facts that you get presented to you, and then you have the other facts that you got to go research. Well, I found that I was able to draw a correlation between autism and vaccination. I found vaccinations linked back to autism in many ways. Yeah, because if you don't get them, you die. And my wife is not anti-vax, so if I was ever going to have any more kids, we'd probably have to figure out how to meet halfway. And they press some more on it. It says, isn't there a danger being a public figure and bringing this disproven link between autism and vaccines that you might be discouraging your audience from getting their kids vaccinated? And his response is, it's not a danger because I'm speaking the facts. God fucking damn it. (laughs) People who are against the anti-vaxxers, where are their facts at? 
What facts do they have? <laughs> they have none. Besides fucking eons of medical research, you fucker. What right, facts so do they have? Was there something? For our one listener, if you are an anti-vax, stop listening. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> was there something that was this something that America told them? Because I offered. Ben, just stop. I don't want to hear. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because this is pissing me off, and this needs to be addressed. Because <laughs> fuck this shit. Because I operate under the edict that America is guilty until proven innocent. They say, well, there are studies from many different countries. It's not America. It's not the CDC. It's not just the CDC. And his response is, okay, well, I study what I want to believe. You just go ahead and believe what you want to believe. How about that? <laughs> and then he said, this belief has been consistently disproved. And he says, do you have any kids on the spectrum? And he said, no, I don't. So how are you going to tell me how to feel about my son? He said, I'm not telling you. He says, it hasn't been disproven. It hasn't been disproven. You're telling me what you want to believe, and I'm telling you what I want to believe. It's just that simple. You don't have any facts that can say I'm wrong. You're just telling me that you, what you believe, and I'm fine with you believing that. But don't try to tell me what I can say and what I believe. I believe what I want to believe, and I say what I want to say. So you feel like I can believe it, then it shouldn't be anything else to talk about. What's the next question? Fuck people like that. God, I fucking hate Fuck it. people like that. That's bad. God damn it. This, and this brings me to my second criticism, is that when is, is conscious hip-hop ever going to actually live up to its name? Will we ever see the day when that happens? Because I mean, it, it hasn't happened yet. I've seen, we've seen, I would say Tepimpa Butterfly. It's not though. Hip -hop. Because in that same album, you've got him with the same old bitches and hoes and misogyny and then praising Michael Jackson. I mean, when is it gonna, when will the day come? And this fucker with vaccines, and again, I, I like the album overall. <laughs> I'm gonna praise the album soon, I swear. But no. this shit, I can, I have no patience for that kind of bullshit. No. If you're gonna say that you're bringing the truth and that you're enlightened, and then you go on this anti-vax bullshit. I just, I have no tolerance for that. Uh, God, and it's, I will say, it's not even just this anti-vax bullshit, which is like, I, I, there's no words to describe just how stupid that is. Yeah. Um, but it's like, he's trying to do like this, this really uh, politically minded album, talking about, you know, like, and saying stuff like the government distributing crack throughout the black community. And you know, true. How like police brutality against the black community, stuff like true. that. True. And then, but he also goes and on like these like, shit about th like that shit. He goes on like a homophobic rant at one point in the album. Oh, there's a lot of homophobia in this. God, album. there's so much. And like he, he's like, I got me a maid, Consuelo. It's like, well, fuck <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, I remember that line. It's like, well, fuck you. You can't just have like this really like politically minded album and be yeah. spewing shit like that. Yeah. And then he, like, goes on to compare himself to, like, Kendrick Lamar and the Dead Kennedys. They don't spew shit like it's that. It's like, dude, fuck you for comparing yourself. They compared himself to Muhammad Ali. It's like, God, you're a fucking piece of shit. Well, it's like, uh, uh, <laughs> it's like Mortal Technique. <laughs> it's like what he does. And it's another rap for that. I like Mortal Technique, but man, he does but, the same But Mortal Technique's also a piece of shit. He's also, yeah, exactly. I, uh. This, this album just goes to show that just because you're a piece of shit does not mean you can't make good music. <laughs> like, be, now let's get to the praise, because there's a lot of good things there, about this album. Oh yeah, Now that we've gotten that out of the way. 
outside of I think the song tricked, I've said about every negative thing I'm going yeah. to say. And I like the song tricked. I hated, for the, I hated that song. I, it God, would have been good without the tricked. We've been tricked. Yeah, I'm yeah, a trick. Yeah. You're a trick. You've been tricked. I've been tricked. <laughs> we're we're all tricked. Like stop saying tricked. Oh my god. Ah, oh, fuck that song. That's the only song I disliked on this whole album. Oh, okay. Um, if I take and and it kind of pisses me off because if it wasn't so clearly trying to be like this huge political racial statement, I wouldn't necessarily care so much what the lyrics were saying. But as soon as you take the step to make an album like that, yep. Then we then, then I start like, okay, then I start listening. Yeah. Now, now what you say matters. Yes. Yeah, you can't just throw a club banger in here if you're going to have the skits you're going to have the artwork you're going to have the name I mean yeah. he takes a whole minute of this album to give us an independent track where he gives the dictionary definition of an allegory like you, you can't do that and then talk about like that I'm being balls said. deep in your bitch <laughs> that being said I did like the one uh, that skit cracked me up. It was it was out of place, but it was pretty funny. Where they I go mean, to the ice cream truck, like, do you know the history of the song you're playing? It's by a racist man who wrote it. Uh, and and then he's like, the hey, aren't you never titty sixty nine from Instagram from Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> and then it just ends at that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that was beautiful. Right, this album was so self aware at some points. I I, uh, complete, I, I don't think, think it was. This self-aware. was the least self aware. I don't know I've if ever. it was. Good God. And but like kind of going off of like what I said, like the first song, like he samples the fucking national anthem, mm-hmm. like to make this huge like statement and saying stuff like the government put crack in black communities, police are just there to keep the black communities down, and then the second song, Dope Man, is just about look how fucking dope slanging drugs is, <laughs> look how much money I got slanging dope. It's like, dude, no. I, I maybe yeah maybe he's going for like a like a demonstration kind of thing, like the two sides of the he's yeah. looking at it yeah, as I like an observer to, and then he's right. living it right. kind of thing. Right. I think it's yeah I do think it, there is some depth there with with kind of the sides of where given your option set that particular line of work becomes glamorized because for a lot of people it's the way to get ahead when you have very limited opportunities. So I do think there was some, uh, it wasn't nearly as good. It kind of reminded me a little bit of um, Curtis Mayfield uh, and the soundtrack he wrote for um, uh, Superfly, in which he kind of took that take on it where he didn't want to, now this was different than this album, but Curtis didn't want to idolize you know, the drug lifestyle, but he wanted to bring some humanity to it. And so that whole soundtrack was kind of a, a statement of the kind of the duality of what the protagonist who was a drug dealer was facing. This album, I don't think, any, got anywhere near that, but I do think that may have been where he's going. So on, on I Don't Age is where he lost me for it, song three, because, yeah, the, the first song, the second song, I was kind of like, yeah, this is on theme. Third song is just kind of a standard rap song. Yeah. This one goes hard, though. It yeah, does. Is a, I will say yeah. the line... You are what you eat, but I don't remember eating, eating goat. goat. Yeah. That's a really ballsy line for someone whose career highlight is featuring on an Eminem song that nobody remembers. Yeah, and especially <laughs> for someone who claims to be, who brags about how they're underground and how they'll never go pop several yeah. times throughout the album. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did like the line, uh, it says, uh, where I come from, I tell the jokes and you are the joke. Where I come from, I sell the dope, you do the dope. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. I like that line a lot. 
There's there are some really great lines in here, which we'll we'll get into as we go through. Because I got a few on here. So and, are we are we good on the first three, or do we want to? Um, one thing I I, I did want to say because uh, I um, on the first song it's clear he was really going for like a to pimp a butterfly style. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It's sort of like um, concept album, really politically minded. Right. This to me kind of sounds like if to pimp a butterfly failed. Yeah, this I, I had is the exact what that same album would have been. I wrote that it sounded like a combination between Kendrick Lamar and Eminem. Yeah, it's like it's got elements of both, like with the skits, obviously, like trying to be politically minded, like Kendrick, actually trying on the beats and and the production, which was very good, like God, Kendrick, but but um, but yeah, it's definitely not. I mean, I, mean, I think we can agree. The, the only problem with this album is the lyrical content. Yeah, yeah, I totally. Delivery, totally. delivery is great. Production is great. The beats were very some impressive. of the best yeah. beats I've heard. All the beats were great because it's they don't sound like anything I'm hearing nowadays. In I rap. really the way the beats kind of they like had the soul beats and you'd switch it up and have you know kind of oh it was great. It was very well engineered. Work, very well. Speaking of dope beats, Pendulum. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. Dope beat. That is a good fat beat. God, I loved it so much. Like the wavy, like. Out of tune, dissonant guitar yeah. line. For, oh my god! Yeah, so, and I also so like the, the Hurricane Chris shout out during that song. <laughs> so it, I must have missed that one. Bay, Bay, Bay. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but they mentioned Hurricane Chris, which I haven't heard of in like twelve years. There are a, there are a couple of lines in this. So, song. so the one with the like she says she's religious and won't get an abortion as soon as he's born, instant orphan. <laughs> yes, yeah, I remember that. One. And, no, because like, I heard like it's like extortion, abortion, like. There's got to be an abortion line coming, sure enough. <laughs> and I will say, I don't necessarily have an issue with being against abortion. I actually, it's a concept I actually very much understand both sides of the argument. But that's not my issue with that line. Saying, doing a very woke album like he's trying to do and saying, I'm going to abandon any child I have. <laughs> that, 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 that I have a problem with. Just like, I am a giant raging piece of shit. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> Let that boy come home. <laughs> uh, uh, another, uh, another line of my side chick still burning out. My dick is scorching. <laughs> What's the song where he talks about his like 12 side bitches? Like, like what? That's so out of place. Uh, I, I got one more on here. Two narcissistic to to be licking carpet, too artistic to nut. This is a catharsis. <laughs> God, this dude's a piece of shit. Oh, God. Man. Oh. I mean, he hang out with Eminem. That's what that does. He's been hanging you. out with DJ Khaled. If you want, this- has he really? <laughs> <laughs> no, no you, oh. didn't, you didn't hear that story. Like, no. DJ Khaled did some bullshit interview where he says like he doesn't go down on his wife because he's the king of the household. What? Yeah. <laughs> How what? gross is that? What? Not as gross as licking carpet. <laughs> Apparently. But um. Jeez. Oh, speaking oh, yeah. of, uh, doesn't he? Doesn't like Ti like? Yeah, Did you hear the story about T.I., like his daughter, like he makes her go to the gynecologist to, to make like sure Richard. her hymen is intact or something yeah. like that? Also featured Yeah, T.I. also featured on <laughs> This is not good. The moral of the story is make sure your daughter's hymen stays intact. That's what we're, that's what we're trying to say. And then you get say. featured on a Royce DeFoe <laughs> album. Uh, I play forever. Uh, oh, wait, no, there's there's one oh, more okay. line on Pendulum, I gotta say. My main hoe is Bow Wow side hoe with model in the bio. This dude's bragging about how he's banging little Bow Wow side piece. How does little Bow Wow still have a side piece? Dude hasn't been relevant. Who is he anymore? 
that, there's think, so many name drops in this album. I think that might it's be... It's like almost like Lil Wayne levels of like referencing just pop culture figures. There there's are, so much. There is some like hella obscure name drops on this album. And you album. can't tell if it's like, is it a diss? Is he just like mentioning them to mention them? Like it's hard to tell sometimes with this album. I have no idea. So I, so I thought I'd play forever was another standard rap track. He said dog so many times on this album. This is almost as bad as tricked coming up. But yeah, like I, he rhymes each line with the word dog for like a solid minute on this album. Just like stop saying dog. Oh my god. We already talked about the ice cream interview. Man, I liked ice cream. I know I like you guys it. hate skits, but I've got a oh, soft no, spot I, for I like skits. skits. No, I think I'm the only one that like passionately yeah. hates them. I thought it was funny. These were all worth a lot. Aren't you Nefertiti69 from <laughs> Tinder? <laughs> Next song. <laughs> On the block, uh, man, he's mad about Instagram. <laughs> he mentions that like. 12 times on this album. I'm cold enough to go on a date with the 8th of December. When I'm finished, make the rest of the winter pay for the dinner. <laughs> what does that even I mean? I don't even know what that means. Like, what? I don't know, but it's fucking funny. Oh, God. Generation is broken? That was just like a little interlude, wasn't it? And, well, one more line from On the Block. That made us wait on the same pussy that got ran through like a track meet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So yeah, oh Generation is Broken was another interlude. There were a lot. There were so many. There was. It was almost was like, so he almost should have just released that. <laughs> just like, the interlude. Put those together as an EP. Always to five nights, the interludes. Oh. So Overcomer, um, he's calling out Yellow Wolf. Apparently he knows what he did. <laughs> Because he didn't tell us on this. <laughs> he's got to keep that shit he's under got, wraps or else he's going to get He's got caps. some dirt on... I don't know anything I'm about that. Someone who doesn't fucking mean any, a goddamn thing anymore. Is he hiding a child? Let that boy come <laughs> Probably. Out? I mean, <laughs> Royce 5 9 almost certainly is. Like, what are you saying in this song has any validity to it? Ms. Grace. Counterpart. I, Mr. Feel, like I, like, I feel like there's got to be more like we have to skit. say on some of these. Uh, I, some, I mean, but again, this is another like, 22 song album. It's yeah, like, this is a is really it? long one. Uh, Eminem, but, uh, Wayne, and Royce. Um, you just can't Overcomer, I think, was the worst offender on this album of songs like really want to be politically minded and really fail at that yeah because like the first half is same thing it's like the whole album but the condensed into one song just like half of it's making this like getting on the soapbox for me and the other half is like ah fuck that sell drugs fuck bitches rape hoes it's like whoa <laughs> there was a lot of that on this uh, album. jesus christ man. a little bit of whiplash yeah this Grace, I, I like this skit. Again, it, it really follows up with... Stop with the album skits. We get <laughs> no, it. No, I like this skit. Shut uh, up, man. Mr. Grace. Shut up, Brandon. I mean, it's I, I just like the darkness of it. It's so yeah. morbid. Like, quizzing is like six-year-old girl about uh, like guns. Like, what type of gun is this? 38. 45. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Thou shall. This song went hard as fuck. It did. It was very... The strings this was a banger. The song, I think they were like towards the end. Yeah, very Fucking good. Fucking great. The feature, though, was total booty. Yeah, Kid uh, Vicious. God, he did a good job. The feature no, I fucking hated it. <laughs> oh, really? God. Oh, okay. I like uh, the feature uh, on this so, one. So I was slightly wrong. Not, I do have some bad things to say about this album, but by and large, I'd, it goes pretty good. But yeah, God, I hated the oh, okay. feature. I thought it sounded like 
total crap. I, I liked all the features on this. There wasn't any that yeah. jumped out at me. No, there were a ton of them. There were too many for sure. But I thought every feature did a pretty good job. I especially I liked Ashley Sorrell's features probably the best. I, there, I, she was on a few songs. Yeah, no, hers were my favorite. But I did think that that was a bit of a problem with this album too. Is it's kind of weird. Like this is my political statement, but it's being made by me and twelve of my friends. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird to be this feature heavy if it's a right. a super political kind of album. Yeah. I mean, look at the feature list on Dependent Butterfly. That thing's a mile long. Yeah, but that album works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's well crafted. Fair point. Yeah. Um, Fubu, I think. Is that the one we're yeah. on? I, yeah. I, I had nothing to say about this besides the end. Oh, this was stuff. that. This is the autism song. I, I loved the beat, though. The beat was fine. It would have been a good I song. The kind of like, like, I actually really, really like this song. I love like the kind of creepy instrumentals, the like, little like kind of creaky delivery he's yeah. got going. Great beat. And then his anti-vax shit. And then he just starts... There's a lot of just ignorant-ass shit on this song. Like, the anti-vax. And this is the song that has the, the line, like, I got me a maid, Consuela. It's oh, like, is that the same song? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, on, dude, dude, fuck you, man. Get this shit out of here. And then it goes into Upside Down, which just opens with a massive homophobic You skipped the skit. You skipped a black man's <laughs> favorite shoe. You God, the skit. fucking hate these skits, man. I there's just so many, There's so many of them, too. There's there's like six of them on there's this There's a album. lot of skits on this album. So, so There's really only like 15 songs on here. The rest are just fucking skits. So, so on Upside Down, who did he say was built like Eric Cartman? Sarah... I think the black women. Sarah Sharpman? <laughs> or, I don't know. He said to Google it. I didn't Google it. No, yeah. oh, I, I... I don't know what that was about, but there was a reference to Eric Cartman. <laughs> yeah, he said... Yeah, he's saying black women want to look like Eric Cartman. Oh my. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what he's got. That might be the hot take of the year right there. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was not great. Um, but yeah, it, this, it was just another just really dope song that just ruined with some ignorant ass shit. I, I, he said some uh, really ignorant shit. Of course we really fell as we sold a brick wider than Tori spelling. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my Man, god. Man, there were some lines on this there album. There were some doozies on here. God damn. Uh, perspective, which, okay, this is the one album skit I actually do have a comment on. Because it's about Eminem. It's Eminem. Right. Saying about how Elvis Presley stole rock and roll from black people. Completely glossing over the fact he did the Eminem same did the exact thing. same thing. Granted, it's not Eminem's fault. He didn't yeah, come on right. and be like, I'm going to steal rap from black people. He didn't right. try and do that. Right. But you can't go on a rant against Elvis Presley for stealing rock and roll from black people yeah. without acknowledging the same thing happened to you. Right. Or exactly. Like, yeah. And the other thing is, like, yeah, like everything you said kind of made sense in that song, but at the same time, are we, we can't be looking to. Eminem as our moral arbiter. I God. mean, he just has no—he has—he has no—he has, no, has no leg to stand on whatsoever. And like, frankly, in that regard, what whatsoever? It's—it's it's silly that it's even like. Yeah, Chuck Berry's still a legend. Yeah. Talking about Chuck Berry getting robbed. I mean, like, Chuck Berry is nowadays. Berry. I don't know if I want to say just as respected of, as Elvis Presley, but I mean, pretty goddamn close. Yeah, maybe not Chuck Berry, but there are a lot of people who help lay the foundations of rock and roll who you've never even heard of. Oh, sure, Led Zeppelin sure. ripped off, and tons of people ripped off, and I mean, never got credit for. No, what they no did. doubt there, I mean, but like, but to go for Chuck Berry, not Chuck Berry, that's a bad example. Yeah, fair enough. Chuck Berry is so famous. Yeah. I mean, you could at least say somewhat like 
I don't know, like Robert Johnson, who at least didn't get shit from his music career until, yeah. you know, 30 years after he died. Yeah. 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 And like you said, there's so many people that we, that most people haven't heard of, unless you've like really researched into like the origins of rock and roll, that never got their due, in part because of people like Elvis taking the spotlight from the people that really started it. And yet, like, even back then, everyone who was into rock and roll at least heard of Chuck Berry. Yeah, I mean, he's like, he's literally the worst example to make that argument. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, and that leads into the worst fucking song on the album, Tricked. God, <laughs> I could not More stand More anti-vax. And it, it's not even that, although that, like, yeah. don't get me wrong, that's a big part of it. But I, it's like... I've been tricked. You've been tricked. I'm a trick. You're a trick. That's a trick. We're all tricks. Turn a trick. Fuck those tricks. Like, stop. Breakfast saying, cereal. Eat some tricks. Stop saying trick. Ah. Oh. We already talked about black people in America. Stop with the skits, please. That's the anti-vax skit. Oh, that's another. So that's the third. Damn, I forgot that there. So there's two in a row of the anti-vax stuff. Yeah, he just kept going. Yeah. There's three. Yeah, no, because he goes into it again in Black Savage. And which is another thing. Oh, does that, he really? Yeah. Uh, and there's another thing that just really pissed me off on this song. Like, I I did say it earlier, actually, but like when he compares himself to like the dead Kennedys, Kendrick Lamar, to Muhammad Ali, it's like, dude, those guys are like icons for like political music, like social justice music and social justice icons, period. You can't compare yourself to there when half this album is shitting on minorities. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Like, God. I mean, I, granted, we're not coming from the same place he is here, but... Like, I'm not saying what, like, some of the things he's saying about... But there is objectively some hypocrisy here. Yeah, there is some really hardcore hypocrisy on this album. And... I mean, I, we're, yeah, we're, we're not qualified to comment on some of his specific views on being black in America, but and we can certainly comment on the hypocrisy. Yeah, and I, honestly, as far as, like, views about being a black person in America, I, I, I agree with, like, you see that shit all the time. Like, with, like, the police brutality, and, like, there's countless studies have shown that, like, and, like, one line that he has, I think it's in the, one of the last songs where he says, like, Resumes getting yeah, the thrown, resumes, resumes yeah. getting oh, yeah, thrown away because sure. yeah, you got to get away. That's been documented for a yeah, while. That's, that's like, but again, you don't like, get you don't get points fact, for yeah. you don't get points for saying that. It's it's a you know it's been proven. It's not like he's telling some incredible truth that's being hidden from people. I mean, we, we've known about that for. I, I mean, there people are, choose to. Not there are quite it, but, a few people that choose to ignore. Oh, absolutely. It, but. but just acknowledging it, you don't really. Yeah, it's not really. It's not a novel idea that he's bringing to the table. <laughs> And like I said, and you just lose so many points when you have so much hypocrisy on the album. Yeah. So, so on Rhinestone Durag, I liked that if he's going to talk about something super current and super specific, like, you know, calling out Trump, all this kind of stuff, which... I was surprised it took so long to get even get a mention yeah, of Trump. But, but, I think, yeah. I know, it, he mentions Trump like the first song Oh, the did album, he really? Right? When he's saying he doesn't want to listen to some dude that has a crush on his own daughter. No, that was the no, song. No, that was the song. song, yeah. Oh, I could have sworn yeah. that was really so Yeah, I was surprised I, it took so long. I really liked this choice here because that song just isn't going to age well. I, You know, it's it's going to be topical while Trump's in office, and it's not going to age well in 20 years when it's mm-hmm. been, yeah. you know, at the most 12 years since Trump. You know, it's, it's not going to, you know, you're 16, 20 years down the road from this. 
nobody's gonna care about this song anymore. So I like that this is one of the shortest tracks on the album. Like, get in, say your piece, you should. Yeah. You know, this is what artists should do. They should get up and they should share their views, share how they feel about things. But if you're not gonna make something that's gonna stand up 20 years from now, it's better to keep it kind of short, keep it contained and say your piece and move on. You know, I was actually gonna pull up the point of like, there's Clearwater Revival with all their anti-Vietnam songs like still being incredibly relevant all these years later and then you want to like keep them short keep them succinct like all the songs are like two minutes I long. mean all the songs are <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's like well actually except for Susie Q is like eight minutes but yeah, yeah. yeah. But if, if you're yeah, going to come out and say I don't like the president yeah. that's like ten words you don't need right. to go on for four minutes yeah. right Oh, you certainly like, don't need to do an entire goddamn album. <laughs> Commander in chief, more like demander and thief. <laughs> did you guys hear that? I yeah. did. It's like, that's gotta be the oh, least creative. That's so bad. Well, I, I'm just so over making fun of Trump at this point because it's so easy. It, it, like, you gotta yeah. come with something that I have not heard for the last four years. I mean, mm. it's so played out. Yeah. Just bring us the P tapes. We know you have dirt <laughs> on other people. Just bring us the T tapes. P tapes, Royce. Uh, one line I do want to mention on the song just because. I've like such a goddamn obscure reference. We went from riding in Yugos to buying sumo statues. First of all, I don't know what the fuck he means by that. But do you guys know what a Yugo is? No, it's a Yugo. It is an obscure Soviet era car <laughs> that is one of the biggest pieces of shit of all time. Huh. Nice. And it's like, well, I I don't know what the fuck that's line saying, but props for the obscure car reference. I mean, he knows about history. Yeah. At least, even if he's wrong about some things. <laughs> <laughs> this is straight up, this is, I'm getting a lot of Immortal Technique. Uh, uh, I, honestly, I think Immortal here. Technique is a great comparison for it. It's that yeah, meme where he's a little song. confused, yeah. but he got the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got. He's trying. <laughs> he's like 80%. He's 80% there. He's like, that well, 20% and is and real immortal bad. Technique, bad. Immortal yeah. Technique is like the Ron Paul of rap music. It's like, <laughs> that makes sense? That makes sense. Whoa! <laughs> what happened? <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, a, Jesus. that's a great description of yeah. this album. So does, like, that, yep, okay, does that make okay, Royce to 5'9 Rand Paul? Re- Oh god, no, Rand Paul's even crazier. <laughs> Rand Paul's no, no, like no. Rand Royce, Royce is Ron Paul. Immortal Technique is Rand Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Rand Paul has no good ideas. That he's just yeah, a jackass. That's true. Uh, We're getting too political. Let's let's get so going. Young World. I like the beat switch ups here. Yeah, of, uh, this has the only example of bad production on the entire album. Vince Staples sounds like total ass. I mean, he always sounds like Total Ass. But he sounds really bad. On the, like, listen to, like, Vince Sable's feature on, like, that Gorillaz album from a few years back. He sounds great on that. He sounds like ass on this album. Um, that's the only part of bad production on this entire album. Other than that, one of the best produced Oh, yeah, it sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds great. I enjoyed... Yeah. yeah, and it is too long. Like, it, it is another album that suffers from being too long, but... It wasn't like this gratingly long. This suffers from. I actually, I don't even think this album was too long. I, I think they could have chopped it down to like you know fifty minutes or I, fifty-five minutes. I never of, felt this album was felt that this album was long. I, this was this a, was this was only too long in the sense that it allowed him to go off on tangents that got him off message. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was. It I wasn't thought, boring. Yeah, I was never bored. No, it wasn't boring at all. No. Yeah. It, this it was just really, really good. I enjoyed enjoyed the entire way, except for his outlandish messages. But so my people free. Yeah, another really good feature. Um, Ashley Sorrell. I might fuck Green Day from taking clapping away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time I hear a clap, I just go into a rage. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, another solid feature on this one. Um, who was the feature on that uh, one? It was Ashley Sorrell again, who was on oh, okay. a couple of previous tracks, and yeah, she's good. But yeah, she was good. Yeah, she's got kind of a soothing voice. It kind of was a little different than the rest of the album, so it provided some nice contrast. I, one thing I totally forgot that uh, we skipped over, uh, Upside Down. I want to go back to that song. I, I totally just remembered this. What was the sample on this song? It's like the... Do, 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 oh, that's... Uh, I, I heard uh, Suzanne Vega. God, that co- that sample or whatever, so fucking good on that. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's uh, a good use of it. Uh, Suzanne uh, Vega. Um, sorry, uh, what's the song? Sorry, I was just going through my notes. And yeah, no, I heard the same thing I really, really, really yeah. wanted to. to yeah, I was having trouble placing it, then I remembered. Good. Yeah. But yeah. God, that that was. God, ah, oh, I loved it. All right, so uh, so we were uh, my people free. Back to that. Good beat. Yeah, really good beat. Really good lyricism. Really good delivery. Um, yeah, everything just again just really really good. Yeah. Uh, um, I loved the shout outs at the end. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. yeah uh, surprisingly well done. That was yeah. maybe one of the only points where he executed this idea really right. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was really good. Yeah, and then go straight into Hero, which is a song dedicated to his dad by the sounds of it. Yes. Um, and just how he's his hero and everything he does was to help him so he can help him retire and all that. Just really touching, really well done. And once again, great beat, great production, great lyricism. He's a good closer, too. Yeah, great closer. Really, really carried the whole album and brought it home, in my opinion. I feel like I'm just I'm broken record with this one because it's just yeah. God I love the song it's it great production so good, great it lyrics really brought down and then by just the lyrics really brought down with some of the messages some, some, of, the some of the lyrics some lyrics were great but it was brought yeah. down by the bad parts like a solid like eighty five percent of the lyrics were pretty good exactly and yeah. then just the other fifteen those fifteen percent are like whoa. <laughs> There are some spicy, there. spicy tamales in there. <laughs> <laughs> Makes our hot takes look mild. <laughs> Makes us look like paste picante. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Definitely one of the the better albums this year. This was the best. That album. I will, as much as we should have talked this album, I would still probably give it a positive rating. I would, yeah. uh, if I look at this purely on the music. Yeah. I would honestly put this right up there with Against All Logic and Mac Miller right now. I wouldn't put it quite as high, but I would Purely put it... Purely for the music. I would still put it fairly high compared to what we listened to. I'd put to. it up yep. there. Um, even purely for the music, I would probably take both those albums over this. But looking at just the music, it's it's right up there. But I can't. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause because that, because 15% he chose to put that as a fundamental component of this album. Yeah. And it was it was his choice, not ours. You yeah. know? When, when you've got a whole album skit dedicated to some of this crap, it's like, it hurts it. It hurts it bad. <sighs> and it, 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 it's sad. Ruined such a good album, in my opinion. Yeah. He, re- he really, really ruined this album. I, those, I, my album of the week, for that reason, is Ozzy's album. I would take Ozzy's album over this because I just... I can't support an album with this message. I'm still going to go Royce. Yeah, um, for the music. I, I think the music outweighs. I mean, let's put it this way. I mean, we've listened to some. We're reviewing music. We're going to review people who are awful, just awful, awful human beings. And I mean, I just have to ask myself: Am I going to apply the same standard to everything that we listen to? And if I did, we'd be in trouble. So <laughs> for that reason, for the music, I am going to give the nod to Royce this week. It's a better. I album. mean, I I, yeah. I accept that argument. 
I mean, that being said, yeah, yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, um, we're not gonna gloss over some of the things. That <laughs> you, you can't. You, can't. you no, just yeah. can't. Oh, all right. All right. Well, then, thank you very much for listening this week. Um, we will be back next week with God. I don't want to fucking say it. <laughs> Kavar talk <laughs> with Split and Marcus King with El Dorado. I want to hear you guys fucking say that shit. <laughs> That's why you get to do it. <laughs> do your Russian accent. You used to do that in high school. It, first of all, it's their finish. Oh. So I thought we were just getting started. No. Uh, yeah. So thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Have a good night.